Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Before we get into this juicy episode where me and Michael try badly predict the future and you most definitely will lose a few brain cells. I want to quickly tell you about the 45 quid no contract offer for my online one-on-one coaching. Yes, you did hear that, 45 quid no contract. So like every other coach and their granny who also probably does coaching these days, I always offer a 12-week minimum sign-up for coaching. So you have to sign up for 12 weeks, and right now that currently costs 547 quid. Now, I'm 100% reasonably priced. If you inquire with 10 coaches, about four of them are going to ask you for about two grand. However, even though I'm absolutely worth that money, I understand that you've only seen me online, and 547 quid of your hard-earned money is really risky. You're probably thinking, how does he actually help me with food online? How does he help me with the gym online? Does he just send me a meal plan and put me in a massive group? How do I trust this guy? That's where this offer comes in. A few people have asked me, is this 45 quid for the full year? Well, Sandra, if I I charge 45 quid for online coaching for a year, I'd be on a strict diet of eating the grass in my back garden. And by month two, I would be on in my neighbour's garden. So instead of having to risk 547 quid, you only have to risk 45 pound. So this is going to be a weekly offer, but after the first week, you have options to go on to a cheaper roll monthly or pay for a block up front. So the absolute worst case scenario is you pay 45 quid for a week of coaching where you have access to my WhatsApp, you have lifetime access to all my training portals that I use to teach my clients about every single subject and you get to send me your form in the gym where I can help you with form reviews that I do all by myself. And if you think by the end of that first week that, do you know what, this isn't for you, you absolutely can quit. But I definitely don't think you'll do that. So all you have to do is sign up to the priority list in the description or the show notes below. So if you're not on the email priority list, who will all get sent a link to pay on the 28th of June, there's a high chance you won't get a space. Now, let's get into the show. If you're watching on Spotify or listening on Spotify, give me a wee rating, man. I'm trying to get up to 200, just purely for my ego, and I think it looks good. Then if you're on YouTube, subscribe, like, all of that, you know, good stuff that fuels my ego. Yeah, that's it. Enjoy the show. Uh, nah, I don't like intros. They make me feel awkward. Go do and I, I reckon it would make you feel even... Do one. Do an intro. I don't do intros. I've got nothing to intro. Well, you intro yourself, right? But I'll, I'll put you on the spot. Go. What do you You've want got me to say? Twenty seconds to intro yourself, and what, let's see how this goes. Right. Okay. Do you want me to start? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a good start. How's it going, folks? My name is Michael Neely, and uh, it's great to be here with Gavin today. We're today we have absolutely no fucking clue what we're going to talk about because we've spent three days with each other. So. This will probably be a hard enough listen, but sure, we'll we'll see how it will go. I reckon it's fine. I think you underestimate us. Think so? Yeah, I think you absolutely underestimate us. I already us. have nothing to say after you said that, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're lucky that I've um, spent all morning getting a wee fucking prep for this, and I've got my notepad. Um, right, let's go over your predictions for yesterday. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Wait till you hear some of these balls. Wait till, what, what, what are we going Paul, for? Paul will be intelligent enough to probably agree with me. Oh, we two, dig. two out of three of them, I think. Right, uh, let's go over them. Right, so your first one is not. Are we going twenty forty or twenty fifty? And don't do what you done yesterday with Kaylin, where you you started. I want to actually change one of them because sometimes I say things and I don't actually fully understand what I'm putting my food into. So I'm going to change <laughs> the the age one. No, you can't change the age one because that's why it was so funny. 
Can you, we actually like soundboard this off Paul? Like, can Paul be part of this discussion? Is that okay? We well, can just check right, in okay. if you want. But Paul, you can't hear him. I'll, but... put, I'll put a mic on and right, I'll be okay. an independent adjudicator. Okay. Right? So you don't need to participate full time, but yeah, when you hear him say something prediction, prediction for the future, number one man will inhabit the moon by 2040. No. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> And <laughs> what way do you imagine that the wind habit the moon and like sort of like? No, I don't. I don't like. Don't get me wrong. I don't think there's going to be cities on the moon. I just think there's going to be a moon base and there's going to be people living on the moon by 2040. Okay. So I don't mean like, there's going to yeah. be like a fucking functioning city of people and people shagging on the moon and making little moon babies. Paul, watch the backtracking that goes on when he says these. No, I didn't say. What did I say? I didn't <laughs> say any of this yesterday. Like a train coming back. There's going to be a moon. There's, you ever watch the film? What's the Matt Damon one where he's on the he's on Mars living Martian. by himself? The Martian. Mm -hmm. So kind of like that, but on the moon. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. That was a yeah. What was? <laughs> I have to put the train back in the station. I thought you were going to be making Champions League predictions. <laughs> <laughs> he does them as well. <laughs> They're usually wrong. Uh, right. The next one. Don't let's not change the age thing because now we're changing I'm, the age thing definitely. No, because well, this is what he said when we're going up Ben Lomond. Right. He thinks that providing nothing will happen either like humans kill each other or like there's a which is pretty likely and, by the way yeah uh. he said he thinks we have the capacity or like with medicine we will be able to live to pharmaceuticals between. genetic uh genetic engineering all that stuff yeah. we'll be able to live over 100 years old people no will, people... no 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 he said 150 to 200 yesterday he said 120 yesterday and now he's brought it down 100 okay so do they already think that the first person to live to 150 is alive? So there you are. I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Yeah, they, like there's a, no, but you said like with, uh, more. Well, you you said me and you. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, as long as we don't get hit by a bus or fucking shot in a war somewhere because we're fighting for freedom, freedom <laughs> or whatever. But I think that could be right. Yeah, right? 150 to 200. You can't believe what is coming out in the next 15 to 20 years as far as like uh yeah, pharmaceuticals are concerned stem cell yeah certain, yeah all that yeah. stuff anti-aging technology yeah right next one are you starting to feel a bit stupid now no i still okay. back myself because they said there's stuff they were coming out with 20 30 years ago that they thought about today yeah but was you, well your off. thing was they said they would fly cars like i don't think intelligent people probably thought that 30 or 40 years ago because it's not even practical we still massively overestimate what we're capable of i don't think so i also think we can't 100% predict the direction we're going to go either. I think a lot of it's random. I mean, you can. <laughs> I think on this point, this is going to be the most. Do you think the AI will be able to fly cars because then it takes Well, what is it they say about AI? They like, try to fly a car and crash in a fucking car, you know? They say in 10 years, AI is going to be a thousand times smarter than the smartest human being. And in 20 years, a million times smarter than the smartest human being. So obviously they'll be able to come up with some freaky shit that we can't even comprehend which is both scary and positive i suppose i don't think it's very positive depends what way you look at things i think what um, was prediction number three i think you said we will reach mars by 2040 by 2040 there'll be a manned mission to mars whether that's the chinese or the americans or probably those are probably the well, one it'll be 2023 well, they're already talking about it. It's already being talked about by NASA and whatever the Chinese equivalent of How long of does it is. take them to get something to Mars, do Oh, I have no idea what the 
So like it's yeah, I'm thinking months, years. Years? Yeah. Maybe months. Six months. I think it's more than that, man. I think the last fucking unmanned thing took what fucking eight year? Eight years to Mars. Something like that, man, aye. <laughs> We're also going to get you to predict these in order, Paul, of most likely to happen to okay. least likely. Oh, no, it's aye, seven months, 300 million miles, 480 million kilometers. Jesus Christ. Crazy. Um, this is the most. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be successful. I'm not saying yeah. they're going to inhabit the moon, but I'm saying there'll be a. <laughs> We're on Mars. We're try, yeah, try to send a man to Mars. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the least likely. Most likely the age one. Yeah. And then the moon in the middle. I think the age one is the most likely if we bring the age down to like us live until like 120. But when you say it was when we were just walking up a mountain, you said we'll live to 150, 200. That was hilarious. Yeah, you near fell off the fucking cliff. <laughs> you nearly didn't live. So adamant as well. <laughs> so ironic, you near fell off the cliff. Um, uh, I was researching predictions right and we'll just have a bit of back because some of them make i don't know about you but i feel nervous reading some of the things that they're predicting no nah, like i think we talked about this history like my outlook on things like this is net positive whereas yours is like the general consensus is for people to be negative in general did my dad talk to you about the prices everything last night he did yeah yeah well, i think that's why he's a, he's a dad after all you know it's what they do I think I went to the toilet and that's the first time you meet my dad and he was like, hey, the price of beer's the only thing that's no went up. And I was like, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes, I'm out the door to things. <laughs> Straight on to the prices. Um, but that, I think that's why I'm like cynical. Because of your dad? Well, he's like me times 10. He's, ma he's cynical about everyone. If my dad... People are cynical. Like 90% of people are... If there's very, a wee buy any so. car advert on the telly, he'll... Like call them fucking Tory bastards. I don't know why, but <laughs> that's what he'll do. Yeah, big John. Anyone that's big got John. money, he automatically takes an extreme dislike to. Someone that's very, very close to me actually said, and don't name him. Right, <laughs> this is uh, this actually came out of, out of the mouth of someone that I'm very close with. Do I know who it is? Well, I said it to you yesterday. He said that if if you're a billionaire, you're basically a pedophile. <laughs> is that a true statement, Paul? Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you're definitely. A and he was being like. dead serious, like he was like, "You have to be a pedophile to be a billionaire." I don't think you need to be a pedophile to be a billionaire, but you definitely need to be some sort of cunt. I yeah. read a thing yesterday that said that if you made five thousand dollars a year, sorry, five thousand dollars a day since the Declaration of Independence, you would still only be at half a billion. Whoa. That's crazy. So what you're saying is you effectively have to have did some very shady shit to get there or like 100, yeah, very manipulative 100%, shit. 100%, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. You don't get to that level of wealth without having fucked a multitude of people over. Yeah. Including the taxpayer. A bit like being, some way, shape, a bit yeah, like getting you know, to be the president or whatever. Dubai and all. Like that's oh, what you hear about people that get in the positions of be like prime minister or presidents. They've had, they have like did some, not, illegal shit but they've had to like manipulate a lot of shit to get there politicians to get to the top of time. have to backstab people that they're in their yeah, parties 100%, with yeah. like talking behind their back like making up rumors and stuff like that definitely yeah yeah that's why that's why we hear about it all um i also think like one of the but this is i've tried to say this three times but this is going to be like another white boy world podcast and as soon as i started talking i was like this is just that complete and utter vibe um <laughs> 
But why do we take advice off of, like, the richest people in the world on how to live life? Do you know what I mean? Like, billionaires and stuff, we read their books and their outlook on life. I think it's because the narrative of society is that they want people want to be there, you know? That's the pinnacle for some people. I don't know why we, we do it, but, like, a lot, like, even we do it. Even we fall into the traps of reading, like, books by Alex Hormozzi or watching videos of like billionaires or we have did it at least and it's like you know why are we doing that you know what do you think Alex Hormozzi and see what you said about your positive and I'm negative I I genuinely don't like I think it's just wishy-washy bollocks yeah to be honest like I don't think any of it is actually actionable stuff that you can do anything with I think he's literally just trying to monetize a product I, I think he's a buzzword central like I've I've never and again I'm not great at grasping information in the first place like and being practical with it but I've just never give yourself a break just the dyslexia on it ah uh, yeah we'll blame it on the dyslexia <laughs> and the Irish names um, <laughs> can't spell them um, how do you spell Caitlin C A you know you've literally just you've literally just spelled that for me and I couldn't spell it back to you could your brain malfunction This work gets confusing, isn't it? <laughs> C. It's the same as a guy for PK Blinders. C I A. Where's the I coming from? As I. C- no, Kaylin, <laughs> my, Kaylin, my mate, isn't. No, I'm your spelling your man's name. I Killian. Oh, Killian. Kill, Kill, sorry, I couldn't even pronounce it right. Killian, <laughs> yeah. C I A L L. C I L L I A N. Yeah. Boom. Oh, first Catholic name done. <laughs> Um, what, what were we Harmozy. talking about? Yeah, I don't rate him at all. But, which is someone sitting here earning four grand a month. That's pretty rich of me saying that to be fair. But I just, that's just me. I just don't, I've never listened to something that they've said and thought that is going to be useful. And that goes for tons of people as well yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Um, I feel the exact same. I feel like everything he said, is, it's maybe a problem that we've listened to a lot of that stuff though. Because I feel like everything he said, I'm like, I'm, I'm, all I'm hearing is a slightly different tone in his voice yeah then not any different words if you know what i mean yeah i've like all of this has been said have you read the whole book i've listened to like an hour and a half of it and i've i I wrote down one thing and that was the title of the book you're going through a phase at the minute where you seem to be reading quite a bit yeah which is good but do you do you note take as you're reading as well or do you just listen or do you have like a, a routine or a regimen for like reading information and whatnot i'm reading in the morning and half the books i've been reading have been fiction so you're just reading for reading sake yeah right. I, i'm so that his is an audio book and i'm just reading that because i'm doing that offer right okay that's the only reason i'm reading that most of the stuff i'm reading isn't anything to do with business or self-help um two books i read when i was in australia was about Auschwitz yeah <laughs> any takeaways nazis or cunts i i, don't, I reckon they're be, not ideal i don't think it'd be a good laugh uh, being in there yeah no i'm the same like i go through phases of reading different types of books but at the minute i'm reading um mostly fiction based books not like geography books and stuff like that as well i noticed like the <laughs> up rocks and Ben Lomwinkel like this power, is a thousand years old like the power of geography stuff like that and it's just about different countries and whatnot but I don't know about you what was it you said yesterday 
What about? The geology of this mountainous class. Millions of years. <laughs> I should have known you were reading a geography Millions mix. of years. That you can, you can tell when you're reading because like your narrative on life, like or even just your mindset shifts on life. towards yeah, whatever, I'm whatever reading you're reading. I think that's every. You just like though. morph into the book. And what alert? So you reading that dot com book? As dot well, com secrets it? again for the like. I'll read that and Alex Hormozzi. So it's called dot com secrets. It's about internet sales, basically. Right. Um, putting offers together so that if you like when you've got your recipe book, if you had two other products like selling them as bundles a lot of it's about sales scripts but i kind of just like gloss over like i'm not going on, on the phone and putting people through their pain points it's just not gonna happen yeah especially with weight loss like that's what i didn't like about alex homozy one of the things he said was he was talking about selling weight loss and he was like you need to make sure people know that your offer is a quick fix yeah and it's gonna they're gonna get to their goal as quick as possible and like well those two don't go together straight away and that's how you instantly give people bad relationships that's what's wrong with everything that gyms do yeah like with a whole eight week shreds or like do you know what i mean so yeah. like he's selling something that isn't true as well yeah. you're selling the thing that people think they need when in, re in reality yeah they you, don't need that isn't what you, they need you're just and it's also the opposite of what he would do for himself yeah because he knows because he's he's a gym guy yeah he knows when is the last time you read something fitness based as oh. in like a book or a, an art like something like that fitness based yeah you said something like that I, as in fitness or business do you mean uh, no more like fit like more like um in and around fitness weight loss nutrition training ages yeah a long time i'm gonna read that peter atia i'm not listening to him on a podcast i'll read one of his books because yeah. everyone's banging on about that as well Sometimes I thought I'm like everyone's fucking going on about. It. I'll read that. What well, I maybe read Ben Carpenter's. How about Andrew book. Huberman? I I don't mind Andrew Huberman, but I do think he's also overhyped. Yeah, I think he takes things that there probably is like a grain of truth to, and then like. Well, he's you, a neuroscientist, isn't he? That, and then he steps into all these different topics. I think for someone, I think for someone like him, if you take enough of those little things and do enough of them. You probably get some returns, but then you just turn into a full meme, don't you? Like you're waking up, fucking pushing your coffee back two hours, go on a walk. He actually, you ever listen to what have you been saying morning? to me every time I drink a coffee? Fucking stop doing it. That's too early. But that is true though. Like, do you ever have caffeine as soon as you wake up? You do just feel shite. What do you mean, do you ever? I've never not. <laughs> well, try it. <laughs> Andrew okay. Huberman did a podcast about his morning routine, and he was like. uh it's like you have to get up this is a massive war simplification by the way he's like you have to get up you have to get out it was a northern irish accent as well <laughs> out into the street and you have to like get light into your eyes but he says the optimal way to do it is by doing this it's like look trying to look behind yourself <laughs> could you imagine being out in the street <laughs> morning look at you <laughs> well, that's what he said he says that's like the optimal way to i don't know what it's about getting laid into your uh what retina. do you call it retina what it, periphery into oh. the, your periphery vision or I something nearly, like that nearly got it close enough you're right <laughs> not far off and then um, what was the other thing it was like push your coffee back 60 minutes no nah, two hours i think it is isn't it two hours yeah, two hours after waking yeah don't get any screen time in the morning which all think i think is pretty sound advice the screen time thought. one's huge yeah, which I don't do. No, I need to say I've looked at my phone as soon as I woke up. Um, 
I think that's exercise. You say he likes to exercise early in the day, but he doesn't think there's any real logic behind or sound evidence behind when you actually train as long as you're training. So yeah, it's like this cold water stuff I've been doing and I'm enjoying it. Especially the, well, I've not got the chance to go into something proper cold yet. I would love to see that. Like, I keep skipping skipping winters. So everything, like the showers aren't, weren't cold in Australia. Now when I've came back, they're not as cold as I'm going to say, right, a cold shower is worse than a cold dip by, but, a, by a mile. But have you, have you went for a cold shower? I, I don't know what this is like. As, as Surely cold showers are way worse than like January and February. Oh, mate, like the yeah. cold, yeah. So yeah. anything so under three it. degrees is considered therapeutic so actually like so, uh, the cold water that you get in australia probably hit the mark cold water in australia the shower yeah, wasn't that cold yeah but it doesn't need to be that cold right doesn't yeah. need to be freezing you don't right. need to be like breaking the ice on your fucking back door because i think like the <laughs> like joe rogan yeah, yeah like see see all this stuff as well man see all this like andrew huberman stuff and like <clears throat> i did a few lectures with huberman when i was at stanford and blah 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 right the placebo effect is so real yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is all nonsense. Like we are, we're like we're living in a, a time where people are now getting up, taking the tape off their mouth so that they nose breathe during the night. Yeah, getting into their cold tubs, getting sunlight on their assholes. Like, <laughs> why? Why are you doing it? Like, and it's like I'm optimizing myself to go and stand in a fucking office. Like, yeah. it just it's in, yeah. this is like it's like pointless productivity almost. So, yeah, it? you're yeah. like you're like almost like biohacking yourself to make yourself feel like you've got some sort of purpose when actually all you're trying to do is yeah. make yourself feel better about your life. That's it's it. like. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so like I, I see people on Instagram and I, I'm like, these people are insane. <laughs> like they're they're yeah. in the cold water and they're like high fiving and like, woo, yes, man. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like, I stabbed my best mate like back in the scheme, but that that's just fixed it. Yeah, now I'm <laughs> going like, through a morning routine and I'm solid. Man, it's, what are we doing? There's another thing that's like wellness for what? Like, see if you spend I know people who spend their full day in a routine about wellness and it's like but why? Yeah. Your full life is about tr- trying to optimize yourself to live a good life, but you're not living a good life if you're constantly like in this sort of routine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you fall out of the routine, you feel like you're out of control. You know oh my Jen? god, like I can't have I can't have a Big Mac. Like, oh that's me or and it's like <laughs> that's insane, man. Jenka like, hedonic adaptation sets in with that as well, where you do it for you do stuff like that for like whatever, six months and then you you just adapt to that and that becomes your norm and then it's yeah, you mate. get bored of that and then it's the next phase i think this is very this is very much all a phase all the fucking yeah. cold water well shit. you go through all that if you like start doing that new morning routine you'll maybe be like eight or nine out of ten happy for like two weeks until you get acclimatized to that everyone's and then you'll, tra- your baseline will go down again you know it's yeah. like i do that all the time like the amount of times that i'm like I don't go through that kind of fucking morning routine, like that crazy person morning routine, but I'll like maybe use Notion for a week to like track my notes and whatever, and I'll feel great about it. And then I'll get a bit fed up, like I'll just start using notes again with a slightly different setup. And it makes me feel good for a week. And then I'll be like, then I'll start using a notebook or whatever, just little things like that. You're just fucking changing little systems. And it does give you a little dopamine surge for like maybe a week or two until you get used to it. And then you're just back down well, the baseline. We've tried every single productivity and work hack there is. Haven't sunned their arse, to be fair. Well, we to give that a try. But we have, like, I tried to back that Pandora effect where you work 25 minutes and take five minutes off and I fucking hated it. Pa- Pandora? Try, try again. Uh, Panda? Pomodoro? Good stuff. 
I told you I'm I'm, I'm aging, mate. Who's the dyslexic this is, one? This is what I look, no, this is getting old. Yeah. Getting first names and last names mixed that up. That is so true. I don't know if Paul, you could speak to this, but like I've just noticed like in the past two years, my cognitively I'm getting so bad as far as like memory and stuff is concerned. You know the way you used I to I don't know if that's because social me my social media usage is much more and my attention span and focus is so much worse, or I'm actually just getting older and cognitively it's declining. First and last names for me, I just get them back to front or like mix three people up and like merge them all as one. Like person. I'll literally be driving and I'll be like I'll have two things in my head and I can't wait to stop to write them down. But see, by the time I've stopped, I can't fucking remember what was in my head. And that <laughs> never used to happen like years ago. Right. I've got some other internet predictions and we don't need to be like, this is true or false. Just more like, how does this make you feel? Um, I think this is true. 2050, you'll be able to upload your consciousness to a computer. Now, I don't know what your consciousness really is. I can't what does that even mean i don't even know what your consciousness is i had a like so you're a, gonna be like you're gonna be able to teleport yourself into another person is that what you're saying or another thing like a computer on or a computer because i had a so you can be me for the day and i can be you for the day i had like a debate where a girl she was talking about as she was like talking about her soul which kept on talking about her soul. She was into like astrology and stuff, and I was like, "What oh, actually? Right, okay. What is your soul? Shut, shut that down. What What actually is it? Like, tell me what your soul actually is. Yeah, because surely your emotions and stuff come from your brain. Very deep. Yeah, I have no idea what what that. When people say that, like your soul leaves your body when you die, when you die. Yeah, what's that mean? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> like, I wish someone would explain that to me. We're doing well here. People will have chips <laughs> inside them to monitor their health. Yes, definitely. And I 100%. think that'll be fucking class. That'll be unreal. Uh, but just by the nature of human beings, people will be so skeptical about that. And they'll be like, you're not putting a fucking chip in my body. Only chips I'll be putting in will be fucking McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> that'll um, definitely happen, yeah. And that'll be great because they can monitor things like your cholesterol, your blood pressure uh, in real time. They could probably even like monitor when you're going to have a heart attack and stuff like that. Maybe yeah. not exactly, but I think when it'd be cancer pretty starts. Yeah. Um, do you think that'll have a positive or negative impact on like people's health and people like obesity? I know you're going to say positive, but like look at the state of things now. And oh, it's the most it's the most information we have in the world right now. And it's the unhealthiest people have been. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. A, definitely a positive effect yeah i could what's i can't say there being any negative no neither can i but i do but i do think we are like as a species going down a real path of like uh chasing dopamine a lot more as well so if that continues on that same trend for the next 30 or 40 years then we could potentially still be even fatter and even fucking more uh unable to focus on things so how often do you do something without like having something on in the background? Very rarely. Like work. When I'm working, I'll have music. You've seen it. Music playing in the background or I'll be listening to talk. I don't sport. mind it. When I'm cooking. When's the last time you literally sat down and had like a salad? Up the salads, by the way. Uh, Up the cells? Nah, definitely not. And didn't like, ha weren't watching something. Literally just eating the salad for eating the salad's sake. Or eating oats and protein for eating oats and protein's sake. I don't. Yeah. 
I, I actually like will have it. Even if I cook, I'll have a podcast on the background, which yeah. is grim, isn't it? Why can't you I go just... a walk? You can't even do it without having a pod. It feels no. weird going a walk and not having a podcast in your ear. Like we went up Ben Narnain, me and Kaylin, right? And there was three people that walked past us on their own without anything on their ears. Do you know that, what? It, right. That, remember, I told you I was going to ask a boy to come with us yesterday because he walked down with us for two hours. Uh-huh. He was one of them, and he was like, "I just," he's like, "Everyone's saying the same shit on podcasts, aren't they?" I was like, "Fair point." Yeah. Do you know what? Like, I think should be banned. People walking up mountains, playing music, like in stereos and stuff. Like you're literally just ruining a good walk. Like if there's one thing you want to be present for, especially when you're with lots of people. It's just that walk. Especially when you play the tunes that we're playing yesterday. I don't care. It could be any tunes. It could be fucking Pink Floyd. It could be it could be Led Zeppelin or whatever. Like, good tunes. You just shouldn't pay, play tunes walking up a mountain. I would agree with you. It was also it was infuriating for people that weren't even in the group, like me and you. Yeah, you just they were behind like us fuzzy for like background noise coming in from over the hill. And also was fucking dealing with your shite. Yeah, it was pretty annoying yesterday. But I think that's a good thing. I think the chips right here's are a good thing. Here's an interesting one. More people, well, they and this was wrote as it said basic, right? But I changed the word and took because that's kind of what they were saying. More people will be on minimum or basic wage due to AI. So, like the net pay, like the net that people get paid will be less because of AI. Because it, because it, like quali- further. So, like if. If you're like getting qualifications to get um, promoted and work, you're getting qualifications, you're getting better at your job, but AI is going to be better than everyone at all jobs. So, so that's what they're saying. This isn't me. This isn't my yeah. opinion, by the way. So you, what you're effectively saying is that AI is going to take jobs? The Yeah. But the, uh, that, uh, they're obviously going to... Yeah, obviously going to take jobs. Obviously going to take jobs. I read something before... I read a book before that was... It had a completely the complete opposite opinion that there's never been a lack of jobs because there'll be jobs to fix AI. Yeah, they always fix. just they always just take low level jobs. Well, but the, it might be different with AI because they'll probably be the they'll be more intelligent than human beings. But, but you the think job, about jobs that we used to do a hundred years ago have been replaced. Yeah. So that's what the book was yeah, saying. It was like people book, just end up doing better jobs. Yeah, that's in what the, the future. Yeah, that's what, what that more less. What's the word? Less labor intensive or, or so we like our jobs would be like figuring out how to use ai better they'll just be better jobs and hopefully as we get older as well we'll be able to fix this like well obviously not fix it completely but like this disparity between people that are earning like fucking 12 grand a year and people that are earning fucking four you ever listen to russell brand stuff on all of that about what the disparity in wealth yeah not really i don't really russell brand is another person that is great to listen to for like two minutes for me, but he just goes over my head. Like I can't comprehend what he's talking about. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Very yeah, intelligent not, dude. He's not very good at simplifying stuff, is he? No. I use his big words. I don't think he's intel I don't think he's as intelligent as what he thinks he is. He, I think right. he's like, he just he's one uses of those people, mad words. No offense to what you just said there, but I think he's one of the people that idiots thinks intelligent because yeah. he talks in this like the world is uh, blah 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 but actually i think he's thick as fuck <laughs> it's more his energy you mean then that gives off yeah, yeah he's very yeah. convincing great sales guy very charismatic but when he actually talks it's like do you really know what you're talking about here yeah, like fair. where are you getting these opinions and i think he sort of like passes off other people's opinions as his own so he reads he, he reads a lot of like chomsky and he's like 
that's it. And it's like, but that's, you've yeah. not done any of that research. Yeah. Kind of like Rogan in a way. Like, you've not lived any of the shit that you're talking about. You're just listening to people talk about it and then start yeah. passing it off as your own opinion. Well, he has, the, down. he has the best tool for that that he's had all these people on. Yeah. So you can just regurgitate what he's heard on exactly. his podcast. Yeah, exactly. And if you think about it, most people are just regurgitating what they've heard on other podcasts by yeah. smarter people. Yeah. Um, but see on that AI that you were saying there I think well if you look at the way that things are going we're just going to end up being given a bunch of money to live and keep the economies moving that's what it said on this yeah, as well like, it was like starting in England mate, like they're getting 1600 they're getting 120 people 1600 quid a month in universal basic income and that's the way it's going to go like either that or there's going to be a vast amount of people that just fall off the poverty ladder and just end up dying yeah. because of it because even GPs gone. Yeah, they're they already reckon, gone. They're, they reckon that. So the population of America is like two hundred million. They reckon that somewhere between two and four million people drive for a living. Gone. All of their jobs gone. They'll all be replaced by robots that are much better. Yeah. Drivers can trains gone. Truck driving, all of that taxis. That's all gone. Glasgow Underground's already got uh, manless trains on the go, testing for launch in twenty twenty four. So. I think that what we're going to end up doing is moving towards the arts where we'll be more about music and, you know, stuff that we actually love yeah, and less about sort of productivity yeah. and, and, and they'll give us money to keep the economy going and that's why they're moving towards this sort of digital currency where they can just be like, here, you know, go and buy. It'll be, remember George W. Bush in the 2000s where they were like, after 9-11, they were like, what can the average person do to support the government? And he was like, go shopping. That is what we're going to end up. Just consumers are like shit, and just go shopping and spend money, and that's that'll be it. And You've the robots really, will take care of yeah. everything else that we that we need to, you know. This whole online world, like jobs that we do now, didn't exist twenty years ago. So it's, you mean it's just going to be a step up from that again? Like even the online yeah. coaching world gone, yeah. therapy gone, all it. You think all, a robot will be yes, able to do that better? Yeah, you think they, <laughs> yeah. A robot yeah, will be able to do that better. I don't doubt that they'll be able to do it better. It's just whether humans will take it seriously or not. There's going to be consequences of all of it as well. Oh, of course, but like they've already they'll be able to do everything better if they're yeah. a thousand times smarter. They've already to... got chatbots where people are like, "That's a human being." Like yeah. they'll, they'll put ten people in a, like a chatbot to customer service and go, do you think that was AI or do you think that was a human? And we're already at the point where they're like, that was a human being and it's not, it's AI. It's going to mean so that there's going to be no... even be able to tell the fucking difference between it as well. There's going to be no way to like innovate then, is there really? Well, the AI will as do a, it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean as a human. So like, what's the point in us trying to so be like So why do they need us then? You know, yeah. like if they're a thousand times... To keep the economies going, <laughs> you know, keep why, the money flowing, why to buy it? the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right, what? <laughs> That's really, that's an interest. So do you think AI is a net positive thing or a net, a net negative? I don't th I, or is it hard to predict at I this stage? I don't know if we can predict it. I think that there's a whole load of sort of Skynet, you know, Terminator worry, like, oh, what will it do? But I think ultimately we'll control it. Um, but it depends on who controls it then. Who do you call the main character in Terminator? John Connor. You just need a John Connor to sort everything out. Motion capture tools will be that good that people will live after they're dead, meaning video recordings will of dead relatives will turn into a digital twin. I have no idea. <laughs> I have literally no clue. So but do you get that. what? So no. like, just say that was a like that light behind you was like a hologram, right? You've got vid like a hologram. So like, but they'll be conscious on that or nah? What's be, the they what's might they might be able to like 
the same thing with the the chip where they'll put it in a computer and it'll maybe be a chip so it'll be like an ai brain. version of your dad yeah from of like 30 a motion, year from 30 years of a motion ago capture the same. and it, that would be you'll probably be able to interact with you the exact that same would, surely that would just make you feel worse that as be, a human being because you know like deep down you know that it's not your dad or your mom fucking traumatizing and they're acting the exact same way the exact same little tiny you know, microsecond quirks that people come off with that only your, you know, only your relatives can do to be your relatives, to be your mum or whatever. That would be fucking so strange. Some... That would make me feel terrible. Same, it would, it'd be, I'd be traumatizing the full time. But imagine like you're in a relationship with someone or whatever, and they break up. You know, like, break up with me if you want. I'll get the hologram. Uh, I have all your information stored on that, Sandra. Love. You fucking whack you, away. You there. never slept with me last I night. Wank, I guess I we all over this wall in a minute when you go, <laughs> you dirty bitch. <laughs> you just took that a wee bit too far. <laughs> Maybe. Sweating. Oh. Um, what's this one? Uh, this is actually good. Patients will have electronic access to their health records. Why don't we already have that? Like you can log on, see your... Yeah, I've always understood that because I got... Um, or I've ever, I've never, haven't really been able to understand that. Like I've had blood pressure readings recently that it, where I've been like, I'm not happy with that. Like when I've been in the hospital and stuff, which could just be white coat syndrome or whatever the fuck it's called. And I'm like, I want to be- white coat syndrome? It, what, is that the right terminology, Paul? It's like where you go into the hospital and because um, you're nervous about seeing people in like a white coat, you're nervous about the whole situation, your blood pressure's higher, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's not actually your accurate day-to-day -day reading of your blood pressure. But I've always wondered why can't I log on to a portal and be able to see exactly what's going on? Why you know, can't I see blood, everything? What's that... my last blood pressure readings? Um, like, I know you, you can't force people to do stuff, but everybody should be doing blood blood work at maybe once a year, once every six months. And of course, you can't force people to do that, but that should be like a non-negotiable. This is one of your new things as well, because you've done blood work two months Yeah, ago. but you should be able to do that. Or you oh, should you be, should be you, able to. You know, yeah, it should be. Is it? No, I think it is free in the NHS, but people should do that. And it should be on a portal somewhere where you can actually see what's going on. I don't understand how we can't see what everything that we've done since we were a kid. Like all the vaccines you've had. Like as in just log on and be like, right, I've done. Nice simple portal of like like a scroll at the bottom for different uh, metrics of health and thin things like that. What you weighed when you were 15 versus what you weighed when you were 25. You should be able Maybe to like go a on prognosis it. by a fucking AI bot of if you keep doing this, what it'll look like in... 10, 15, 20 years, stuff like that. Because I would be on there, def like, because even when I had to get vaccines to go to Asia, I had to phone up, be like, did, when did I get this vaccine? But here's the thing, not a lot of people give a fuck about that. Like, I think some more people, people would these rather, days do. Some people do. would rather not know about that. Like, I know people that would, I genuinely know people that if they did find a lump or whatever, they'd be like, They'd rather not go to the hospital to find out what it is, which is fucking ridiculous. They'd rather, like older people, for example. Scared of dying? Yeah, but if you're scared of dying, surely you go to the hospital then, if you find a lump. Oh, but then they find out they're dying, like, fuck, I shouldn't have Well, it's the, known I mean, they're afraid. it's the known <laughs> that they're afraid of. That's crazy. Right, so everything we've spoke about, oh, there's two, there's two more that I'm going to go through because they're actual belters. This one just say 2050 mental health conditions will be worse than ever than ever due to all of this i don't think so because i think they'll probably be able to come up with some kind of pharmacology that regulates your do maybe you not think, by 2050 but i think they'll be able to come up with something do you think like, when we say they do you think that's what they want no or do they want more money 
Well, I think it's kind of more power in some ways controlled by the market as well in our in our world, our side of the world as well. Like people will mental health is getting spoken about now more than ever. If they can come up with certain pharmacology to appease that, then someone's going to find a way to monetize it and sell it and make a fuck ton of money doing it. I think there'll be like competition all the way to the top. Way more conditions, like more, way more mental health conditions, as in like ones we haven't heard of. Well, there's, yeah, there's, but do you think that... Like people sitting with uh, goggles on all day and metaverse and stuff is going to give people different types of like mental health conditions. That's crazy to even think about as well, that, and that's like common now. Do you know what I mean? Like people that already are. Don't has leave. an Apple just brought? Has Apple just brought out a product there? Have you seen this? I don't want to see that. Stuff like that gives me. It's like, like you, Apple you, Vision. You, you like switch it on. It's and like you, four grand. And you like uh, what is it? You can go through your home screen and all, can't yeah, you? But it also has got a screen that's on the front that puts a digital version of your eyes. So when you're sitting with the goggles on, people look at you, they can see your eyes. People will literally. There'll be some individuals that never leave the house ever again. Yeah, exactly. If you can watch porn on that, like. <laughs> why the fuck would you, why would you go your... out you know what I mean like, it's why would you try gone. shag anyone yeah that's crazy to think about. shag someone on your couch mm -hmm. just like that'll be a on. thing in 20 years do you think you'll be able to shag someone that isn't actually there on your couch with yeah. a sax doll and an AI vision helmet or a sorry a, sorry a fucking whatever whatever they're called I don't even know if we'll need the, the, the helmet I think we'll just have like robots like black mirror Robot prostitutes. Uh -huh. <laughs> Either that or maybe Ready Player One. You've seen that movie, the Spielberg movie, where the guys get the suit and nah. it's like a full body suit and it's got loads of like tiny wee sensors, sensors. and it sort of like pushes into your eyes. So like if you're playing COD and somebody shoots you, you feel the bullet hit you and shit. Okay. Like that type of that thing. That would be class. I you... prefer that over the porn to be fair. Like being in a real world COD. Yeah, that'd be class. That would be fucking amazing. Me and you would be addicted to that instantly. Yeah, we would never, people would never be off that. Or like, because that's like video games times 20 in terms of st stimulation. Yeah. Kids and negative emotion, positive emotion, all of it without actually dying. Yeah. You will be able to 3D print your organs. Do you get what I mean? So like if your heart, you got a heart. Yeah. You notice that like I'm always looking at Paul here first for like validation. Sure, I'm like, oh, <laughs> see his reaction. Yes, I, I, think, I think so. I'm not saying yes or no. It's more your opinion. I don't. Again, I don't know. You know, I'm really uncomfortable about commenting on things that I have no notion of. But I think, um, you mean like they'll be able to make organs in a in a yeah. Lab you got a liver. You yeah. you genetically you've got a liver that doesn't work so, properly. So like being able to literally like print a fucking organ that's the same obviously you don't you know you haven't asked these questions from a point of like i believe them you're the same as me but does reading all this this morning make you think like this is fucking mad what's coming up over the course of the next 30 to 50 years i was already like obviously if you i listen to quite a lot of podcasts i've obviously heard some stuff but i've never and i have done the odd bit of research but I don't like reading it. It makes there's a weird, uncomfortable feeling I get when I read yeah. stuff like that. Because there's always it's always like it's gonna because there's always a negative part of it as well. That it like what if you read a blog post or a podcast, yeah, like Elon Musk and all that are like we need to stop the how fast it's going. Is it Elon Musk that says that? We have no fucking idea what we're talking about. It's great. Um, <laughs> some people are like slow down AI, and I'm like I agree. Yeah, but there, I think. <laughs> Again, those are the opinions that get out into the open because they're Louder. negative and loud as well. Like there probably is loads of 
you know, more intelligent people than Elon Musk when it comes to AI, saying lots of really positive things. But we just as a species, we for some reason it must be we pay more attention to negative things. You just have to look at newspapers and stuff. So when Elon Musk comes out and says AI is bad, slow down AI, people are going to pay much more attention to that than a scientist uh, somewhere in America who is five times more qualified than Elon Musk to talk about AI. Yeah. Who says good things are happening here. I feel like what what you're saying with the louder chat are like more negative stuff. It's the same well and I'm not I'm not gonna go into a full subject about this because I actually hate talking about like <laughs> see the with all the the woke chat I don't think that anyone even cares anywhere near as much as everyone makes out like see if I go into like five different friend groups no one will even talk about any of that sort of stuff really and then you go on the internet and I watched one video this morning that was like I don't know who's that uh Dylan Murray that's his name isn't it that's not it's definitely not. I have What's no idea who you're talking Douglas, about. Douglas Murray. See, I told you my friend is that Dylan Murray. I probably went to school with him. <laughs> who is he? Uh, the gay guy that's been on Chris Williamson that's... Blue her? Nah, no. He's not. He's like... He says he's gay, but doesn't... Like, doesn't... Isn't part of the queer community. That was one of the things he said. He just basically slags all the um, pronoun stuff. But I just think pe those people are that topic gets so many views because it's that outlandish or whatever yeah. and if you actually go speak to like just go into random group friendship groups no one's speaking about that because nobody really cares yeah but you also think that we don't know those sort of people because i'm probably right yeah you know what i mean probably hear that chat not that it is in our stance but we're not that way we're not in those groups because we're not into that sort of stuff. And we're just well. not, we're not really debaters about those sort of things. Like yeah. we're not, we, we're not into politics or anything like that. Not, no, not really. Not remotely. No, just for a laugh sometimes, but. Right. Do you want to do another, the other part of the podcast? All oh, right. Is there no way more? I was actually enjoying the AI. Oh, we might have another one. Interesting. Do you stuff. want, um, oh, I've got another one that you'll like. Okay. I wrote a few. I didn't know how much you would. Because you've, you've settled in pretty well, Michael. I'm, I'm really glad because I was scared. You are scared it was going to be boring as fuck? No, it's because you, you were like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, don't worry about it, it's fine. You, know, you didn't trust me. I think we always had this thing where we were like, if we ever do these things, it has to be when we first touch down with each other, wherever we're going. We couldn't. Yeah. But also it has to be, it can't be work-related or fitness-related. Me and you will just like, there'll be a glaze over our eyes if we have conversations about yeah. that stuff yeah which is mad though because when we done that free and simple group seeming used to run the conversations and we used to do the facebook lives yep for when me and you go live on something we're great have you noticed that yeah like we bounce Podcast off seems each other. a wee bit more formal doesn't it than like a, a live kind of thing i think yeah but i think if we make it more like the live which we have today i think like do you yeah. know what i mean just random fucking chat yeah it's way better and not worrying about it being good i think is the thing as well ask me your final question i may not be able to pronounce some of these words every <laughs> surgery will have a genome reader able to read a person's genetic makeup and within five minutes be able to conduct potential genetic diseases <laughs> we looked at paul it's not well, a yes or no question. I don't think... Uh, say the question one more time. 
Right, so I'm at, right, we'll set the scene. Dyslexic it down, like dumb it, <laughs> dumb it down a little bit. <laughs> Speak to me like I've got dyslexia. Um, you walk into a surgery, there's some sort of reader. Maybe, ma imagine it's like when you, see when you go into the airport. I love the way you've made it like situational for me. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you walk into an airport. And right. Remember, and like you put your bag yes. to go through. Yep. Your bag's going through, that. and then they go. You go through the scanner, uh -huh. and they go. He looks a bit like a nonce. Yep. So let's bring him into the nonce scanner, and you have to put your hands out like that. Yep. And then it scans you up and down. Right. So you go into one of them in the surgery, not because you're like a nonce, just because they're trying to figure some things out. It will be, be able. It will be able to read your genetic makeup's so like well i don't what does that mean maybe like your blood type can you explain genetic makeup for me please absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> your genetic <laughs> your genetic like maybe your blood type um hmm, what else i don't think would it be able to tell your blood type not sure from a scanner i do mate it's fucking 2050. i know you're you're just fucking it's 2050 and do what we want just keep saying random shit there go what else are they going to scan for distribution of muscle fibers they can already do that can't they i don't know um they'll also know thing i think you're right like your cholesterol um, genetic makeup is more like what would that be like so like uh, there's a lot of heart failure in my family like heart attacks are really early so they'll know stuff like that by by your actual genetic makeup, I, I've ran out of words here, Michael. So you're gonna You've, have to help you me. You have out. said the word genetic makeup about four I've times. Ran for, I've ran yeah. out. Help me out. Fill uh, me out of the ditch. Weller, I don't know if they'll be able to like <laughs> like. I don't know if they'll be able to tell your DNA through a scanner. I mean, I wouldn't rule it out, but surely they need to go inside you to get your your actual, you know, your DNA, or as you said, genetic. Uh, makeup. I think they'll be able to scan for certain things. Well, what about a scanner pricks you and all at the same time? Just up the ass, like uh. straight up. We uh, prick. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And do you think this is a positive or a negative, Michael? Come on. I think it's uh, if they can get it working where it fucking scans you and it's able to tell you if you're going to have a heart if you're you're going to have a heart attack in fifteen years and it can tell you what your blood type is and you know what your cholesterol is if that machine will exist out there know your, 40 years i'll know your blood type don't you worry about that then i think it's obviously a good thing did you think there's any scenario where that would be negative well, like what if, what imagine if you, what 50, if you didn't know you were gonna imagine get 60 attack? years ago when you're gonna get on a flight from fucking dublin to new york and you have to scan all your shit manually and that someone back then was like called horrid or whatever was like uh do you good know guy. in 50 years they're gonna have things in the airport where you just put it through and they'll be able to tell you've got explosives on it and if they think you've got explosives they'll fucking feel your cock and your ass and stuff and put you in a wee room and interrogate you i think most people would say that's uh, a net positive thing there probably is negatives that you I'm can gonna be honest as I, I zoned out until you said cock and ass i had no idea what you're talking about like so we'll move on i had somebody tell me a sort of negative scenario around this type of sort of tech go for it i love the cynicism where he said that Say, for instance, your life insurance company has access to, like, your statistics, and in 2021, they're like, oh, between the next three to five years, this guy's 25% more likely to have a heart attack than your next life insurance yeah. has a clause where it's like, we're not going to pay out for heart attacks. 
and you don't read that because we don't read shit and you yep. sign that and then you die and your family are like where's my 10 15 20 grand and they're like oh we knew he was going to have a heart attack so we put a wee clause in his last renewal and why wouldn't they do that they, of course a, they would do uh, that yeah 100 yeah, percent. <laughs> they would fucking do that you know what i mean you. they'd have to be absolute idiots not yeah. to do that see so yeah that's why that's why i'm a wee bit but that's pessimistic. just that's one negative of it yeah I mean? it's the a pretty don't get me wrong it's a pretty fucking big negative but just i think is there anything that was ever invented where there isn't like a net yeah. negative or there isn't some negative I so just, definitely is. so hypothetical as well it's like yeah. no, it wasn't real the guy was just sort of like playing yeah, devil's it was just advocate a hypothesis is that the right word i just get scared with all the consequences that we don't know about you get scared about everything don't worry yeah you really do you are just like a a cynical sometimes negative have person you, when it comes to outlooks have you seen the price of food in the shops <laughs> it's a fucking joke the price of I actually said to your dad last night I was like six quid for chicken at the moment <laughs> it's just that typical chat you do with uh, like that's the ultimate small talk isn't it <laughs> I think you weren't in a room for about two minutes and nobody said anything and then that was the the icebreaker i was in the Such. toilet and i could i could hear the chat was about money and i was like they've got about four minutes of that chat mm. and then i'll come back down. Rush, rushing your pish yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah try about <laughs> trying to get it out as quick as Save possible the chat. right because this has been a, a chat about absolutely nothing we're gonna um go on to the next white male podcast um subtopic of an overrated underrated and we can we don't have to just this isn't quick fire because i i feel like there'll be some push and shove with some of these because some of these are on the internet and some of these are stuff i made up i am um, right so first one overrated underrated or what what's the one in the middle adequately rated or there's an easier way properly to say, rated that's an easier way to say it yeah i, w I won't be able to say ad adequately <laughs> love like expand like being love. in love romantic love. love romantic love very well, very uh underrated you think it's underrated love yeah like being in love having a companion yeah oh no it's not really having it's not really having a companion more just like love like has that feeling yeah but you can be in love for six months do you mean like you mean in love like the first three months of a relationship like that sort of thing just the concept of love the concept of love is i know it's very a very broad <laughs> spectrum of uh i think love is underrated what do you think what did we say the middle one properly rated properly rated yeah yeah I'm gonna go i think there's and i i could be coming at this from an angle of someone that's been in a relationship for 10 years and well obviously engaged. you're gonna come out so i'm slightly angle. biased but i think sure being able to share your existence with someone is not only like part ingrained in human nature it's also a fucking fantastic thing right i'm gonna say one that i think i think you'll agree with us anyway i think the feeling of, that people think love is is a bit like the way they think of happiness is right so wait so like people will chase that infatuation period a lot right whereas the they, initial so they overrate that i think yeah or even, yeah because it can be the initial but like people think that's meant to stay i think yeah and i maybe i've succumbed to that when i was younger i don't think i'm as bad for that now uh -huh. i think i've just got in the wrong ones the honeymoon recent, you're talking yeah. about the honeymoon phase. yeah i i don't think i've 
fell for that. I think I've just got in the wrong relationships. Um, but I think people underrate the companionship you're talking about. Whereas it's more about a bit like sacrificial and stuff. Yeah, people are saying like self love is the the only way. Like I think it's much better to have someone that you're with that you can share. Like going to bed at night saying night night love you things like that. Like that's great, but it doesn't give you that. Like, it doesn't give you that a feeling that you obviously had the first six months. Like you can't beat that feeling, and you're never gonna get that feeling ever again, where you're just. She's coming down to your house three or four times a week. You're sitting watching Netflix, ordering food. You don't want her to leave. When she does leave, you miss her so much. You can't wait till she gets home. Till she uh, like that inevitably isn't going to stay forever. But it morphs into something slightly different, where it's like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of the the word. Like it's not as uh, intense, but it's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think some people st struggle with that feeling. They shouldn't, because how can you expect to feel like that about someone? <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't feel. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> like, you, how can you expect to feel like that about any, what? What is anything in your life, other probably even hard drugs to be fair, that like you feel like that intensely about forever? Think about the gym. Think about the first time you started the gym. How that made you feel. Like. Yeah, that process stay. of first, you know, going in, eating healthy, feeling amazing about training, getting like such an endorphin release after training. You, we don't feel like that about training anymore. I think as you get older, you just get out. You accept to be a bit more stoic about these things, don't you? Yeah, you just can't keep those. I don't know what the word is for, but you just can't keep those feelings. I around feel like forever. you learn that about like every topic as well huh i feel like you learn the same lesson with every topic like the gym or like a relationship unreal at the start and then it's like still good if it's a good relationship yeah but, but you obviously still find things that you don't like about yeah, the yeah yeah the gym like unreal at the start and then you'll it won't give you that same satisfaction but there's still something about it that you want that will keep your life better same with a relationship if you keep a good relationship going yeah then we'll work as well. We don't get excited about work. We probably did at the first year or two, but still, I would rather do what I'm doing than go another job. So, like the the novelty well, wears that, off. What you've webbing. just said is so true. Like you have to almost assess what the other side of that is as well. I think you have to like I think meditating on that quite regularly is a good. Not like sitting down, but actually thinking about it regularly is a really good thing. Like sometimes we think about work and we're like sitting on a Sunday night. And we're like. oh, and see, sometimes when I'm feeling like that, I think about how I used to feel working in a hotel 10 hours a day. And you can do, you should do that with your relationships as well. I'm not messing. Like, if you ever have a moment where you're like, oh, this, like the grass might be greener doing this or whatever, you have to think about the other end of that, if you know what I mean. Well, I've, I'm not going to go into this because I've said it so many times, but I would, I've journaled like, my last breakups. And like, anytime you, the rose tinted glasses come on, you just look at it and go, that's all right like i <laughs> genuinely like, oh, know cool. now and again this could just be like something that people say but i genuinely don't think there's a better person for me than bobby and that probably comes from like being with her for 10 years as well like we know each other really well but i wouldn't i genuinely wouldn't want to be with anybody else even if she does annoy me sometimes and things like that like i really wouldn't i'll clip that and send it to her thanks very much Oh, Mac has made my clips. Mac like, she does annoy the fuck out of me sometimes as well. And vice versa, as you've experienced yesterday, she, I annoy I, the light. Like, she deserves a medal sometimes. But your missus has more of a go at me than you. Yeah, she does. 
she, a- if- she actually gives me a harder time than she gives you a harder time. <laughs> well, you don't see the hard time she gives me to be fair as well. Maybe she just switches it up when I'm But I yeah, know. love, like that whole love companionship thing is so underrated. Chinese food. Overrated. And that comes from the aspect of I love eating out and I love takeaways. I think as far as takeaways go, it's very overrated. Um, I think it's nice, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't not eat it if it was in front of me and I was hungry. But I think there's better takeaways. And I think also the Chinese food that we eat is can, should be called British Chinese food because it's not actually Chinese food. <laughs> Chinese food attempted by a British man. Yeah. Who, who's never been to China. Yeah. And lives in a council estate. <laughs> you have to give the whole idea. It's fucking, it's, it's Jews though. Like whoever, like we're fucking stupid as a popular. How can we be eating that? And actually, there's people that actually think like, and they eat like that in fucking Shanghai and Beijing. There literally is like, I'd say a good 40% of the population probably think like that's the way they eat in Beijing. <laughs> You're probably right. And I, I absolutely agree. If any, like I but can, you think takeaways and eating out is overrated? I don't think eating out is. You think takeaways I think takeaways are. are. I, I think eating out, like we're going to go to Piazzano tonight. I'm gonna is there you. any takeaway that is the authentic real thing? Pizza? Even that can be fucking stretched. Kebabs, probably not the real thing. If you go to Turkey and get a kebab, it's different. Well, oh. here. Yeah, the, the, the kebab that we eat German. Oh, yes, that, yeah. Yeah, it was a Turkish guy in Germany that made it for Germans. Indian? Nope. They don't eat they don't eat chicken tikka masala or like anything like that. <laughs> Do you know, I've got a controversial take. Oh, that's here we go. salt and chili stuff is fucking rank. I agree. Absolutely I... fucking rank. Now I would caveat that by saying the first bite is like amazing. Yeah. And there's, it does something to your brain, like where you're like, whoa, man. That'd be the MSG. But then see, I think. by the time you get to the end of that fucking rotten, salty, disgusting, it's caked in something, and it just makes you feel like your soul's leaving your body. Like yeah. you're actually about There's to a die. way you feel after, like something like that, that you can't actually articulate. You, know, you just feel fucking. But that's what I don't you like ever had like as well. four, like bone broth? Nah. Oh my god. Is this proper? So this is the opposite, like, because it's get sort of strange spices, so the smell of it, there's something in you, you're like, I I can't eat that. I'm but, already, like, my face just went. But you see, once you're like, even four the pronunciation, pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> P-H-O, that is, uh, that's Oh, four. even worse. But it's a bone broth, and then it's got like chicken and, and, and vegetables. But see, once you're like, sort of like, five or six sort of sips into it, man, you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. So it's like the opposite. Your first couple of sort of oh, bites bit, are yeah. like, oh, I don't know about this. And then you're, there's something inside you's like, this is good for us, man. Like, keep, keep eating <laughs> Like, keep going. What else is there? There's in, So Indians aren't like authentic. I think Italian's pretty authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's that many Italians and here that I, we can't get that wrong. What other, cuis, what other cuisines would you get? That's how we run That's out. literally it, isn't it? Well, like Thai. Indian Chinese. Thai. thai food. No, that's probably not high. Thai people eat, I wouldn't imagine. Um, but I've been to Thailand. Have you? Didn't know. Uh, Cambodia, Vietnam, Bali, India. So Chinese food overrated. Um, I think it's nice, but... I think it's a cultural habit. That's my... Like, I'd, what I'd would pre- you say? You'd say overrated too, yeah? Yeah, massively, massively overrated. Massively overrated. And I'm like, people think I 
didn't eat them. I ate them all through my childhood, all through up until like 21. I would be Saturday night every Chinese. I'd like I don't understand else. people that say like Chinese food, like that is their favorite food. I think that says something about the person. Yeah. You've never tried anything else, obviously. Do you know what I think is underrated? Cooking. <laughs> people, it's like seen as like a waste of time. Which now, is why you should buy my recipe book. <laughs> but it's seen as like a waste of time for some reason now. It's like, uh, you know, save time on your cooking and blah, blah, blah. It's like cooking's like, I don't know, man. See, like cooking a Sunday a dinner. For Sunday. Like a proper Sunday dinner. Yeah, like you're prepping all that, taking uh-huh. like six or seven hours, chopping all the spuds. Have you ever like cooked Christmas dinner? Yeah. Yes. He, he, he made down. us a class Christmas right. dinner. See, sitting down and seeing your friends and family, there's nothing better than that, that you've prepared, and they're like, "This is amazing." Honestly, there's nothing. See when everybody's like, see when you were sitting in front of me on the table Christmas Day in Melbourne, being like, "This is fucking class." Like use cranberry sauce and homemade gravy and stuff. Like this is the best thing. This is the best Christmas dinner I've ever had. Like I can still remember how I felt at that table. Like that was. Brilliant. I've told you this before. That's the best day of my life. Is any other reason than hey, just well? I went out on Christmas Eve, got bladdered, woke up still drunk. Then you'd already had the Christmas dinner on, I could smell it. Then we we're making cocktails, so I was a fucking half cut whilst eating an unreal Christmas dinner yeah. in my house, and it was the best Christmas dinner I'd had. Then we played uh, Heads Up, that was class, and you Bobby had it on our head, and there was three of us, and she went doing the toilet and you tried to pretend to flush a toilet and farted and then she got it <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to uh impromptu rave on brighton beach yeah that nobody knew was happening yeah and there was four thousand people and the it. weather was just perfect like 25 degrees sun coming down nothing hardly any breeze and you's hard you didn't really come out that much so you were there and all my mates from the bar yeah. were there so everyone i liked was there and then i went to the sp after it and that was my favorite bar at the time i had the best day of my fucking life like that was like a really good day for me in australia which there wasn't many of right but my gr- my granny seen a photo of me on that beach and you know what she always says to me when like i sure was just looking at photos she's like I could just tell by that photo Australia wasn't for you, son. <laughs> and I was like, Granny, that was literally one of my favourite days in Australia. <laughs> Cheers, Grant. Rags to rich stories. Overrated. Underrated maybe at a certain stage of your life where you just need any sort of like inspiration to fucking give yourself a kick up the vagina. But I think at a certain stage probably overrated and oversimplified i think 80 percent of us could make up a rags to rich story yeah like everyone like most of us have been skint most normal people have been absolutely skint yeah yeah yeah. i could tell you about, oh i grew up with a mum with mental health issues she do you know I what i mean it just sells well as well <clears throat> like we were on we're and it's all true we're on benefits well, every, you know, you think about the things that do really well on social media from a fitness standpoint. It's like I was 500 kg, yeah. did this diet for eight weeks, and now look at me, I'm 80 kg and have fucking washboard abs. So just saying a year's time, if I, if I make a lot of money, which I say I'll have them all the time, I, I was fat all my childhood. It's probably because I was on benefits and we only had access to processed foods. My mum had mental health issues. We, we, I asked her for a pair of football boots and she said no. <laughs> uh, my dad had no money. He was a white van man. I've lived in council estates my full life. Like, fucking shut up. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I would hate to go down that route. And it's, <clears throat> I think it's so easy to make up that story. Like you hear everyone like, oh, I was staying on my friend's couch. Fucking solve loads of us. Yeah. But I think, like I said, a lot of people appreciate that story. A lot of people need that story at a certain stage of their lives as well. I think. You can get it from one person instead of every cunt though. Yeah. Well, I know it's, it's a sales tactic, I think. Oh, yeah. So that's all it is. Yeah. It's just a sales tactic. So I think that's overrated. What else have we got? It's getting to the point where people at Musk, you know. What's his? His is like, I went to, you know, I went to Canada with no money in my pocket. It's like, no, no, no. Like, your <laughs> grandfather owned a jewel mine in South Africa. <laughs> like, he, he had like... I work, I work 26 hours a day yeah like, and i think i think it's a type of pornography yeah yeah that actually it, it's ends nice up, to hear isn't it like it ends up holding people back like people think because what we what we've been doing and i think we're coming out of this to a certain extent we've been listening to the one percenters yeah like see people that go um i'm really inspired by arnold schwarzenegger's story it's like nobody's ever going to be like that ever yeah. again my dad had one, a hot take on him one last in a night. billion like he's one in seven million people yeah and if you sit and read his books and study his life and try and enact that that was like the 60s and the 70s you'll and also yeah. you won't be, be able to action those things these days exactly man you'll and, also yeah. be an utter cunt if you go down those routes yeah well you find most of those people are like we talked about yesterday you know on a spectrum of from being a psychopath the a narcissist kind of thing as well you know? yeah 100%. like to be there you have to be a real like we know one particular fitness guy from where i'm from who will remain nameless but makes a lot of money and there's no doubt in my mind that he's like definitely like a narcissist like maybe yeah. even more than that you know yeah this isn't who people think it is hopefully not <laughs> yeah hopefully like people wouldn't mistake People wouldn't be able to guess that. Hopefully. Um, Otherwise, we're, there's a lawsuit waiting for us more than that. <laughs> yeah, you fucking... <laughs> yeah. Um, handshakes. Underrated. Yeah. I'm going overrated. I get I get stressed out with handshakes with, with people I don't know. Because I feel like I've I always think got first to give impressions us... are are quite important. I think they're overrated. Um, first like the handshake, I was I'm quite bad at handshakes, and I I get quite I overthink them a bit because it's like if a guy's hands bigger than mine, I know he's going to give me a hard shake. I don't want to do it back. I think you're I overthinking would, it. I'd rather have a fist pump. You ever get these ones though? Yeah, all the time. Because I'm an overthinker, I don't know what's happening. So I'm like, oh. now you just end up doing this. Yeah, I've got, I've grabbed, I've grabbed many a fist. <laughs> Sounds a bit sexual. <laughs> um, I'd say underrated. Um, because I think it's like it's probably important to introduce yourself to people. Like you, you ever, you ever meet someone for the first time? They're just like fucking sitting. Like they'll just like float around in the background and just like and. You, there's just nothing never, worse than that. I've never done that in my life. Yeah. I, I've met people that the way done you that. would introduce yourself, you would just be like, "Hi, are you? My name's Gavin. Nice to meet you." But you wouldn't like even like when you met people I knew from school yesterday. I would introduce you. It's also straight seem, away. It seems to be a bit of a dying thing. Yeah, you know, seems like for example, your dad shook my hand last night. He was quite good last night, by the way. He was on form, like as in that like, he was like right up to you. Yeah, he usually has ten minutes of being a bit fucking. Stand just wish you to fucking tuck that flag down before I came around That's to the not house. Like, I don't give a fuck. It looks like it's ours, so. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, like, 
my dad would probably shake your hand. Yeah. Like first, you know, it seems to be kind of like an older custom. Nowadays, we don't really do it that we much. Keep, we? Me and you are quite good for it, though, I'd say. Like Handshakes? Yeah. I would shake someone's hand if I met them for the first right. time. Right, reading pin- opinions that oppose your own. Underrated as fuck. Yeah, I'd agree, and we, we probably don't do that enough. Yeah, but I think I'm also hyper-aware that a lot of the things that I believe maybe aren't true, you know? Yeah. There's, it's prob- I've probably just heard it in a podcast two weeks ago, and I'm reciting it, you know? Yeah. Me and Kaylin walked up a hill the other week and like me and him would both listen to quite a lot of podcasts and uh, he came out, he was like, this girl's messaged me and I was like, are you into her or whatever? And he was like, no, not at all. And I was like, is she not a friend? And he said, he went, she's a low spectrum acquaintance. (laughs) That's the most Kaylin thing I've ever heard. Low spectrum acquaintance. Oh yeah, and I just looked at him and I was like, take a fucking break from the podcast explain <laughs> like like she's not even in this why he's heard sphere. that somewhere yeah 100 percent. there's no way he that's just fucking floated out his mouth yeah i think they're under underrated yeah i think finance cars like one of the most overrated things in society i walk around my council estate and there's cars that are worth like 80 grand Sitting outside houses that are worth 70 grand. Yep. Which I can't get my head around. Extremely overrated. I think a car should probably, you should probably shouldn't spend at most 5% more of your yearly income on a car. And people will be doing the maths in their head and thinking, I can't afford a car then. <laughs> but it's true. Like, how does it make sense? What where's the logic behind spending more than five percent of your income on something that depreciates in value over time? And the only reason you're buying it is to make yourself feel better or to betray an opinion of yourself that isn't actually even true. You've been slaughtered a few times for your car, haven't you? All the time. I, I haven't been slaughtered for mine because no no one really knows what it is. Someone wrote on my story the other day, uh what they write? See, why do you still drive a scrapper? Seen you driving about Antrim the other day. And uh, do you know, I think it's funny when opinions like that come from someone. Like, I'm just gonna make an assumption because I love an assumption. He probably lives paycheck to paycheck and has a nice car. Yeah, I would wish that guy is sitting there. Like, I really want to understand does, so. the logic, though. Like, I want to. I want someone to give me like a detailed five minute speech on why financing a car uh, that is worth 75, uh, let's say, let's say the car is worth 30 grand and you earn 25 grand a year. I just love the, I'd love them to explain that. I'd love to understand it. That's one thing I feel like there's a pressure of when I come back home and it's not anything to do with scottish or irish culture it's a it's a hometown thing let's challenge our do you know what i mean just what so when i come back here i always feel like there's even though no one's really saying anything to me i feel more pressured to get in a relationship if i've lived here i feel more pressured or if you spend time with me yeah exactly feel more pressure no i'm not even really saying someone's saying it to me or maybe my dad will make the old comment i'm like mate you've not shagged anyone about 15 years fuck off Big John. Maybe mute that. Um, more pressure to like have a nicer car. I do feel like, but I've had the odd comment about my car. 
and I feel more pressured to like get a mortgage or something. Yeah. And all the rat race. And all not the relationship one not doesn't bother me. I don't think the relationship one can be the other two thrown into that category. The other two. See, when I say things like "you need a girlfriend," by the way, you do know like it's. I'm literally only joking there. Like I know you are. Maybe I meant it when I first said it, but when I do say it now, I'm like I'm 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 just trying to annoy you. So the other two, I think don't mark a mortgage wouldn't suit me at all. I, I would lose. I would lose the a mortgage plot. is completely different to finance. I think a finance in a car. Yeah, a mortgage for me, I, I would only be able to do it if I knew that I could move out and get someone in it. Because I, I, I'll probably. I do get, get what you mean. No, what you're more talking about is like this hometown sort this, of thing. This hometown uh, progress chart that people go through. Yeah, like get the seventeen, get your driver's license, get a car, get a girlfriend, get engaged with a ring that is way too expensive uh take out a mortgage on post a house, it all on instagram do a wedding that costs 300 percent what you make a year uh yeah live for, like pay it off for the next 10 to 15 years like here before you move on to the next one if you were that like dude that asked me that question the other day what? why do you drive a nice car seen or why don't you drive a nice car seeing you driving about the scrapper the order if he was sitting there what do you think his justification for driving an audi a6 would be but it being financed if he earned like that's hypothetically say he earns 20 grand a year what do you think he would sit there and say like why he does it do you think uh, he would have a logical answer i think there'd be a lot of stuttering for a start <laughs> um i think he would maybe he maybe tried somehow say that that will cost you more the only fix it they'll some way turning it around that that's going to cost you more money or something they'll say something ridiculous it's safer which i suppose is, is a logical thing to say it probably is safer and they would say something Slightly. like but you're making more money like so you can get a better car so but i'm asking you? why he's driving that car if it's nothing to do with me it's more to do with him driving a car that he can't afford i don't think people like that understand why they do it I can maybe understand why like mechanics and stuff do it because they're actually in the cars, but I don't yeah. understand why people that don't give a fuck about cars as a stat yeah. buy them as a status single or symbol. Star single. Star sign. Starfish. Right, we'll do one last one and then we'll finish there. Um Productivity hacks. Oh I was gonna jump in and say overrated. Uh Don't let him. It's fucking easy. Don't let, don't let I him jump please, in. I want to please Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Intellectually. Yeah, he just started smiling. Yeah. And, and he didn't give me anything. He actually went. Um, you my take on it if you want. Yeah, go for it. Productivity hacks are probably... What's the middle one? Uh, I always forget the word. Uh, not adequate. Properly rated. Yeah, there we I go. would say that they're properly rated. I think that... But there's so many of them yeah. that people now think that it's like that they're, they're waiting on the productivity hack that's going to make everything so yep, much easier and blah, blah, blah. And ultimately, guys, like there is nothing better than working hard. There is nothing that's going to... There's hacks to make your hard work go further. Try to be a millionaire in a month. Yeah, yeah, you cannot skive and be productive. Yeah. You no. know what I mean? So I would say that get if you have no productivity hacks or productivity sort of uh systems yeah you they're 
well rated get them because like things like notion and all they're fucking amazing. even that to do list as a start yeah but the chasing of the the new hack the new thing that's yep. going to get it i think that's totally overrated completely yeah. overrated i think it's underrated for the right person but i also think people take it way too far to the point where it's almost like an addiction it becomes like a an addiction that they have like finding the new thing mental masturbation in it yeah honestly and and you spend more time watching how to do the hack than you do like actually being productive yeah chris williamson said something great on that that i can't remember but it was like yeah. you spent like you spent an hour watching about productivity hacks and then don't do anything about it yeah. you know especially if you use like which like, seems like probably the most pointless thing ever yeah doesn't it especially i mean you've learned if like our energies in the morning have a very short morning routine like get up go in the shower honestly like make it 15 minutes long maybe just something that gets your day started uh probably exercise in your day probably read a little bit probably don't spend too much uh time on your phone or on screams you know that's probably and you're fucking done yeah do you think that clip will go viral <laughs> <laughs> I, sh I shot my shot go, go clip that up, <laughs> Put it up. Uh, not, man brush her teeth who will have uh, who will have more league titles in the next 30 years Rangers or Celtic Celtic Paul your take Celtic yeah I think Celtic too as a Rangers fan good opinion right well let you go I'm, that, was, that was actually good that was better let, we'll just keep doing it like that I am your fucking shit can you be arsed uh, yeah so follow me on instagram if you want to my name's mitch food and fitness uh recipe book two recipe book two will be getting worked on when i can be arsed working on it which will probably be in the next month that's a good sell i'm enjoying it uh and i'm trying to think yeah that's probably about it isn't it tiktok yeah. as well same same account cool and uh yeah catch you in the next one love you all <laughs>